0: it's time for sales with sully your host scott sullivan brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you the sales professional addressing your questions from twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals this is a weekly show that happens right here on inspirednewsradio.com and now your host scott sullivan well it's a great day right here at inspired news radio hello everyone and welcome back to sales with Sully hi I'm your host Scott Sullivan most of you know me as sales with Sully and I will be your guide through the next 30 minutes as we talk about some of the topics and some of the things that we talked about this week on social media just for you right here on inspired news radio welcome back and thanks for being a fan thanks for being a listener I couldn't do what I do without you so I appreciate you very much This week we are talking about give, 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 then ask. Now, what do I mean by that? There's a very famous motivational speaker, author, international coach. Uh, His name is Gary Vaynerchuk, and he is a a very prolific author and fantastic speaker. I've had a chance to uh, be at a few of his seminars, and I've read most of his work. One of the things he did is he has a book called Jab Jab Jab, Right Hook, which means in this particular case we're changing that verbiage to Give Give Give, then ask. And the reason why we do that is because so many people talk about sales, and and this week in on social media was no exception. We talked about closing, you know, talked about how do you leverage the relationship, close, 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 always be closing. And a always B B C closing, always B closing, the ABCs of sales. We talked about it and we and it was all over, and it was fantastic on social media because I have never seen so many uh, clips and snippets and gifts of uh, of Glenn Gary Glenn Ross in my entire life when we started talking about you know the closing, the value proposition, all the things and the parts that make up a, a great sales uh Pitch or a great sales presentation, and more importantly, a great salesperson. So one of the things that came out was this concept of give, 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 then ask. And there was a whole conversation on social media about this, and I, I really wanted to talk about it on the show. So what basically came about was is that, that the days of just going in for the cutthroat clothes, you know, doing the you know, why don't you try it out? Just uh, keep it for a couple of days and if it works out for you fine, I'll bill you and if not, you know, that that type of puppy dog clothes or the you know, I can have it here on Tuesday or Wednesday. Which day would be better for you? Or it comes in blue and green, which color would you prefer? All those closing questions, all those old uh, those things that we used to talk about, you know, how to actually ask for the business. Because so Many salespeople forget to actually ask for the order. How do I actually get the client to say yes if I don't ask him a you know yes or no question about you are know, ready to buy? So what's it gonna take to get you in this car today? You know, let's just walk over here and talk to the to the sales manager and find out what the best deal I can make for you. You know, those kind of things. So today's world that we live in with the sophistication of the buyer and the fact that we have the internet and it's right there in our hands in the form of a smartphone and we can actually scan a barcode if we're doing something retail and find 13 other places that sell that same product and which one are you know which one is selling it at the, at the least expensive and if you don't want to drive over there walking up to the manager and saying oh i just found this product at this price at you know your competitor would you match that price and you know most of the time the answer is yes and you've saved yourself some time a little bit of money and things are you know right there in the palm of your hand in the form of that smartphone so what happens now when we're you know in this in this new world that we live in and the things that we do from a professional sales you know position so from that position of strength we start looking at how do we change the dynamic how do we change what it looks like instead of going in for the 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 just hardcore you know close and working on the always be closing the the general consensus of what we were talking about this week on social media was that the give, 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 then ask um, model has kind of taken over. And what does that mean? It means being a resource. How do I be a resource for you? How do I give you something of value? The the phrase that came out today uh which was really interesting which kind of spurred me to change the topic this week and talk about this was overwhelming value if i walked up to you and said i have this brand new car and it's only 199 dollars, and there's no catch or no gimmick and and you Know I'm legit and it's for real, and I have the title in my hand and it's brand new. Here's this brand new car for $199. That becomes this overwhelming no brainer value. There's so much value there that you just it would be crazy not to take that deal. Well, maybe not to that extreme, but be a resource and have value or bring value to your client long before you ever ask for the business. So become and we've talked about this before in sales with sully we've had a we had an episode where we talked about being the biggest fish in the smallest pond so if you are an expert in commercial real estate then you're an expert in commercial real estate in your local area you know every single building manager you know you've done your homework you've become such a big fish in that pond that everybody comes to you because you're the expert you're you're basically saying to the world i have so much value i've done so much homework and i'm i've been so ingrained in this market that you know you would be foolish to go anywhere else but to come to me because i have i bring the most value you know for for your dollar so it's very similar to that except you know maybe a a little bit different when it comes to you know retail versus you know b2b versus b2c and the way it would be is that you have a resource your let's use the real estate uh market just as just just we'll just stay within the real estate industry, so if you're a real estate agent, maybe you're holding seminars, free seminars on how to you know how to uh Build wealth through rental properties, may, you know, so that you're you can be part of that network. You become the expert, and you're giving that value. So maybe you're doing online seminars, maybe you're doing in-person seminars, maybe you're holding you know weekend classes where you're teaching uh, you know people about the real estate business because they're thinking about becoming realtors or they're thinking about becoming mortgage brokers or they are wanting to work in the industry. So that's part of the. Just give, 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 then ask because you're leading with this overwhelming value. You're leading with the fact is that I'm a resource for you. You know, I'm I'm thinking maybe in the next year or two that I, I'm going to be buying a house or I'm going to be selling my house or I need to have some additional information. So I look up online and I find a real estate agent that that gives me this value. Well, Scott, I understand you're a you know a first time home buyer. It's going to be in a few years from now, but let me kind of give you where we are today, what you need from a down payment standpoint, what the process looks like, how this would all go about, you know, and uh, obviously I want to be your real estate agent when you're ready, but in the meantime, use me as a resource anytime. Take that call for that future lead because now what you're doing is you're building that relationship, you're building that rapport, you're becoming a resource and an overwhelming value so that when the person then does decide to be a estate, or to hire a real estate agent or go find a house there will be absolutely no one else that can replace you for that because of all the give 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 then ask at the end so be that resource i think it's really important that we've seen this this dynamic change that we've seen the the process of sales evolving not only through the technology but also uh you know by the individual and now by the corporation so not only can that individual be a resource and the give 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 then ask but what about a corporation that provides a free app or provides information on their website you guys have have all seen it all of my listeners have, have have seen it you get a facebook ad that says you know i don't know pick a pick another topic you could be uh somebody who uh you know is looking to create a secondary stream of wealth and there's all these wealth you know management companies that are out there saying okay get this free book join this free seminar get on this free email list get on this newsletter whatever it happens to be because that becomes a resource for you because the reason being is is that if I educate you and I, I give to you I give 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 then it, when the time comes and you're looking for the actual you know, time to purchase, or that actual time to to make that that commitment to the next level. Then, of course, I am the the natural uh, person that you are going to go to because I have been there for you the whole time with the the resources that we've talked about. So, the give, 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 then ask model has become the kind of the new you know closing tool because. Be, proving that overwhelming value is so important. Now, here's the cautionary tale. I do want to I want to go back to that. So there are transactional sales that are still happening. Now, does the give give give, you know, then ask, you know, still work? Of course it does, but I want to talk a little bit about the transactional versus the consultative sale. So if you're selling I, I don't know, let's pick something, a widget that you're selling at a um, you know, let's say a home show, and you're you've got a booth set up at the home show, and you've got some product or service that you're selling for, you know, under a hundred dollars, and you've got a stack of them, you know, in the back against the back wall of the booth, and somebody walks up and plunks down their money, and you actually hand them the product right there on the spot, or you deliver it, or whatever it happens to be, then that becomes a very transactional sale, and it's really hard then to be a resource prior to the sale but that doesn't mean that you can't give 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 then ask on that particular sale because what you're really doing now is you're using that sale as the lead in to the next give, give, give. Because what you want to do is you get the the sale, you make the, the primary sale, and then you become the resource for that particular person or that particular company for the product or service that you sold in a transactional way. So yes, you can still use the model, but you provide excellent customer service which is value you provide uh excellent uh you know information post sale which is also value then you can ask for referrals you can ask for testimonials you can ask for those things after the fact but you still have to give value so there has to be intrinsic value or it doesn't have to be but it should be there should be intrinsic value built into the product or service And then from there, you can actually build a longer, stronger tighter relationship where you become the resource for additional sales in the future or additional referrals or testimonials if that is your product. You can also upsell from there. The the other aspect of this is being a resource is put a little bit of value on what it is that you're giving. So let's say, let's go back to the real estate agent that's doing the online seminar. It's an online seminar with $199 value, but all you have to do is is you know give me $4.99 to hold your spot on Saturday, right? And then Saturday seminar for $4.99, you get a seat on the online webinar and then I'm going to teach you everything you need to know about, you know, buying houses for, you know, a secondary income for rental property. And for $4.99, you you set that person, you know, get them to come to the seminar and that becomes the lead in $199 value for $10 or $15 or whatever the price is that you've done. But you start giving that value now whatever you say in the next hour or the whatever you say in the next two hours is going to be worth a whole lot more then the 4.99 or the 9.99 or the 14.99, whatever you charged for the seminar, it's going to be worth a whole lot more of that. So the value is still coming, and you're still in that give, 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 then ask mode. Because now, at the end of that seminar, you could have, as we all know, you could have an upsell. You could have, you know, I'm selling this, you know, 14-day course on how to be a real estate agent. I'm selling this 20-day course on how to be a mortgage broker. I am help. I have Tutoring and study guides that are available for taking the real estate test, whatever it happens to be, and that marketing from the give, give, give is part of your marketing process on how you're getting leads and bringing people into your organization. So, the reason why this got so interesting during the course of the week is that because we had a pretty heated, you know, conversation about, you know, there was this one camp on social media this week that kept talking about. Well, you have to close. You have to ask. You have to close. You have to always be closing A, B, C, um, because if you're not, you're not going to get the business. So there, there's an aspect of that I agree with a hundred percent. You still have to ask for the business. You still have to be able to, you know, push that piece of paper across the table of your face to face and say, "Well, I just need your signature here, here, and here, and a check for then fill in the amount, you know, four hundred ninety nine dollars or whatever it is." You need to be able to close that sale you need to be able to do the paperwork have the strength and the confidence to be able to close it but it's a whole lot easier if you've softened the ground as we like to say if you've tilled the soil and planted the seeds and you've watered it over the, a course of time and they all and you already have that rapport built because you've become the valued you know expert you're you're the valued person in that particular industry or field it's like You know, when you meet a doctor at a cocktail party and say, Hey, doc, you know, take a look at this mole and tell me what you think, you know. some people do that and the reason why that's a little first of all it's annoying you shouldn't do that but the reason why that happens is because there's a perceived expertise and a perceived uh, level of skill that you would normally have to go pay for if you wanted to go into a doctor's office make an appointment fill out the paperwork do all that other thing and you have that opportunity to ask about something right there on the spot. Now, I know it can be uh, annoying when you get a call, especially around dinner time or something else, which you know right now today is not a revenue-generating call But you can also count on the fact is is that if you're in that give, give, give mode, if you're in that being a resource mode and you take that call, it's definitely going to be appreciated over the course of time. And you can count on the fact is that it's going to come back uh, to you and it's going to be the opportunity for revenue. When that person is ready, they're going to look to you has the person that they got the most value from, and it's going to be the only person in their phone uh, that's ready to go—that they're going to call when they actually get ready to buy. So there's been a lot of conversation around this on social media this week, and and I'm not disagreeing with the the camp the you know this the school of thought or the camp that says do you have to always be closing yes i think you do you have to do trial closes and you need to find out where that person is on the continuum on the time continuum of where they are ready to buy if you know that your client is not going to buy a house for the next three to five years and they've told you that then you can the part of the closing can be is well, let's let's explore what this would look like. If I run across a house that is X, you know, dollars, X location, X school district, what, you know, start finding out and probing around the edges of that particular want because at one at some point you're going to have to do an ask. So if you're doing right now is give give give, if you're in that mode, but you also want to be probing around the close so that. If the right opportunity came along, this this is probably no more – probably one of the industries that this is most apparent in is when you go into the recruiting business. When you're uh, a recruiter, there's a very low – you know barrier to entry you basically need a little bit of expertise and a telephone right there's it's a pretty low bar to to get over a low hurdle to get over to actually start that kind of business what happens in that particular scenario is they call up a business or a hiring authority as they call it they call up somebody who may need a salesperson or have something a person who has the opportunity for growth that they're going to add to their team or add somebody uh, maybe in the future, the way that they end up understanding the position a little bit better is they will say things like, well, if I find the ideal candidate, what would that ideal candidate look like? So if you can get that hiring authority or that person that's hiring or that company that's that's growing to give you that exact scenario, like if I, well, he or she would have to have five years in the business and have a Rolodex, pardon my uh, ancient uh, referral to a database, The Rolodex, he would have to have a large database of people, he would already be working in this industry, he would have a following of clients, he would bring immediate, you know, uh, customers to the table, those kind of things. So which are, are all pretty standard. But if you had that and you kind of kind of just probed around that a little bit and you wrote all that information down, you now have the makings of if I bring you this person and then your close is, if I bring you this person that meets this criteria, is there a reason why you wouldn't take a look at that candidate right now? Let me explain to you how our fee structure works. That That's a really nice close. So see what just happened is, is I found out what the ideal candidate would look like i found out what that would you know that there would be a immediate need for the opportunity and that they understand our fee structures and if they agree to all of those things then you can say okay i basically now have you know an opportunity that define this person now you can either go out and you know act pursue that to try and find that person or you may just run that through your database and say who do i have in my industry database that meets you know 85 percent of this criteria and then you could come back to in, in a day or two you could come back to that same hiring authority and say Hey, I have a a candidate. I, I'm not going to tell you his or her name obviously, but I have a candidate that meets this criteria. Has been in the industry for X, done this, done that, done and has all that. Is this somebody that if I can, you know, I haven't contacted them yet, but if I can persuade them to come and take a look at your company for you know the position that you're hiring for would this be something okay well let me send you over my contract and let's get this you know inked and and put to bed so that I can go ahead and find this person for you that becomes a value-add close, but it's also that give, 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 then ask, because you just asked what the criteria was that would be the ideal, the absolute perfect unicorn, you know, the the purple unicorn, as they call it, that you're going to go find and bring to them. Now, again, you heard me say eighty five percent because there is no one's gonna be able to meet that exact criteria probably because the hiring authority, you know, has their wish hat on and wishes they could do this, this and this and their business would immediately soar and, you know, be in the Fortune five hundred simply because they hired the right person. So but that's still part of what we talked about this week on social media was that give, 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 then ask. Being a resource, being the person that can help you. So if, if you have somebody that – is talking to, you know, 50, 60, 70 people a day. That's a whole lot more people than you are talking to when you're trying to, you know, to hire that next candidate, when you're trying to find that next candidate. So the value they bring to you is is that they already have an existing database. They are very very tuned into that sp- a very specific industry and they're helping to pull together the right candidate and that really does you know kind of that that's sort of like the epitome of the give 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 then ask uh, model being a resource and, and pushing it out there so Anyway, the you'll hear me say, and you've probably seen some of my posts, where I say, let me know how I can be a resource for you, especially in the solar industry. If you need to know somebody within the, or, within the industry, and I happen to be connected to them on LinkedIn or on one of my social media platforms, then I have no problem facilitating that introduction because it takes me four or five minutes or 10 minutes of my time to facilitate that introduction. And hopefully, I'm building only goodwill but I'm becoming that expert and I'm doing the give 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 portion of and then ask because it I'm not saying that they're indebted to me but if you have no expectation of compensation for that act and it comes out later that you need a favor guess what they're probably going to be more likely to help you because you've helped them in the past I hope this makes sense to you. I hope uh, I want to thank all of the folks that uh, we had on social media this week. My Twitter was blowing up, at Sales with Sully. If you want to join the conversation anytime, just go to at Sales with Sully on Instagram, Facebook. Of course, you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, under Scott Sullivan, Any anywhere on all the social media platforms my twitter account is at sales with sully also so you can find me just about everywhere you can go to inspirednewsradio.com to join the conversation also i love that the fact is every week you guys just you just Glob on to the topics and start asking, and, and we start having these great debates and conversations, both in public and in private. I love your direct messages. I love when I, I like it just as much when you disagree with me as when you agree with me. So keep those cards and letters coming, as they say. And don't forget, go out and sell something this week. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on inspirednewsradio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.